Welcome to Access Nation, a podcast that is solely dedicated to the lift and access industry. Our mission is to keep you informed on the latest industry news and current events. Welcome to Access Nation, podcast number four and the day in the life of a rental rep. Christy, we called... I don't know how many reps. We called several reps, and we had like a standard form of questions. Every rental rep I talk to, um, when I talk to them on the phone and I'm working deals, and then I call them, I said, hey, I want to I talk to you about some shit from my podcast. And they're like, whoa, wait a minute. And Christy immediately picked up on it. Oh, absolutely. Every time you talk on these phones, uh, all I hear is bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> but then whenever somebody thinks we're interviewing them it's almost like they get real serious and definitely watch their p's and q's kind of thing they're masters of the art yes absolutely they're definitely salesmen and but it was fun because um but they were all kind of excited to be like hey yeah man we we are the shit we got this on rent we do this definitely yeah but their passion did you sense the passion? Yes, the excitement and passion about, uh, you know, the different aspects of the industry, about their customers, about the, you know, equipment that they're running and how much they're making every year. All that stuff was just really interesting to hear everybody's different take on it. Well, and guess what? They got W-2s to back them up. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And and But the cool thing is that they do take this stuff so seriously. They, I mean, some of these guys were saying, I'm on the job by 5.30 with donuts for this guy. And Oh, then, yeah. They're starting at, you know, 6 o'clock getting their boots dirty. That's exactly how he put it. One guy said, hey, if you're not getting your boots dirty, or I forget even the comment or the quote, but and he said he learned it like 20 years ago from a true veteran of the industry. Yes, and that seems like that's how people are cutting their teeth in the industry is they're learning from, you know, the guys who have been doing it day after day for years and years, and then they're going out and trying to put their own spin on how they're making that money. Well, and when you say money, I mean, some guys get a – you know, an education of eight years past high school, and they don't even sniff the kind of money these guys make. Well, you know, it seems like there's a definite trend. The ones who are putting in the time and getting out there are the ones who are making that that dough. We definitely knew the guys who were making it, but we talked yeah. to really a – when we we didn't talk to JV guys. We talked to varsity guys. Mm-hmm, yeah. And you know what? It's fun. Stay tuned because I want to bring you the content that we learned from – the day in the life of a woman. Taking me fishing, on the door of my life. Do you have equipment sitting on the fence and you need to turn your old machines into cash? Let Shimp Wholesale help you make the most of your fleet. Call us today at 816-749-3343. I want to be a front porch rocking with a big sun dropping in a blue sky. It's really, everybody has their own different way of doing things, and it's kind of cool to hear their stories. And I've tapped some guys that are, uh, let's just say, they work for national rental companies. I've talked to guys that work for independent rental companies. I've worked for the, you know, talked to the AED style um, guys that have access to a lot more dirt equipment in their rental fleet. And a common theme was, what percentage of your rental volume is from access equipment? And I would tell you overwhelmingly 65% plus. And I would say the average would probably be around 70% to 75% is, is, is as far as their rental volume goes. 
access equipment makes up the majority for all these guys. And that just complements our industry and tells you that, hey, you need to know about access equipment and you can you can put it on rent because they are very popular to rent. Now, when they start their day, some start early, some start seven, eight o'clock, but the guys that go early, they like to hit the jobs, maybe take some donuts and they want to talk to the guys uh, before they necessarily get their job started or their, when they start working in the equipment have other guys that say, I want to go to the office, get my quotes, get some of my office work done, and then be the jobs a little bit later in the morning when they've already started and, and they don't feel like they're in their way as they're planning their day. So there's, it's cool different, you know, it's a cool twist to hear how different guys like to go work the jobs. The afternoons can be filled full of putting out fires. And every one of these guys compliments their drivers, their counter guys, their service, their field mechanics. They, they know they have no deal if they don't have uh, the team working with them and every single one, that's a unanimous uh, with all of them that they really need. It's a full team job to get machines out on rent and take care of these guys. And that's cool because I, who doesn't like to work on a team? I think it's great that, that everybody works together and, and works for the greater good and cause. So that's neat. And then the other thing was, you know, where do you get your product knowledge? And keep in mind, I'm going to feed into this, some of this ANSI A92 with this, with because we talked about it with all the reps. And it's cool to hear their their story. That, But then my thing was, okay, you know, the equipment's always changing. And some of the guys are, are let's just say, one, two-year in the industry. Some of the guys are back in the 90s that I've talked to that have been renting equipment, access equipment for a long time. And so I asked them, where do you get your product knowledge? You know, the old school guys, they love the sales manuals. They keep those in their truck. But then they also have, you know, the internet. They go to the websites of the OEMs and, and they download the literature and they get their product specs there. They tend to see that the newer guys spend more time trying to study the product knowledge. And and where the veteran guys, they're probably a little more reactive, like, oh, okay, so now I got a new deal to spec out. So I'm going to, I'm going to, then I'll go do my product knowledge. Then we're not going to be proactive because. We've been in it a while, and we kind of understand, and that's understandable with anything. And but at the same time, it was cool to hear about the the newer guys that that they don't know anything. Well, of course, they have to start out and understanding what a scissor lift is and what categories, what sizes, weights, etc. And then they can go try to spec the jobs and and get things on rent. I guess the other thing that would be different from an independent rental guy versus a national guy would be. The independent guys have to go check their yards, and you know they have computers that tells them what's available and this and that. But they like to walk the yard and see what's available to rent, and and to where a national company can probably say, just go rent it. We'll find equipment for you. And so there's there's another difference in that now. The reps work. Um, I got some more details with this, and I I didn't. I asked them some other out of the box questions about uh, what do they see for 2020, uh, the ANSI standard, and some cool stuff. So stay tuned. I'm going to bring that up to speed. She wouldn't be caught dead. Don't make sense to the neighbors. Don't Access Nation don't is now available on iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Subscribe today for all of the latest industry news. Having the reps on the phone. Um, I had, of course, a ton of questions. It kind of felt like a survey when I wanted to do the life and the day of a rental rep. But it's just, I just love hearing from guys that are, where the boots on the street are. And, you know, the thing that I bring is brand preference. I wanted to know when you call on a job site 
and a guy, your spec the machine, he needs a 60-foot boom, does he request certain brands? And right out of the gate, they said no. And I'm like, I had to press them to say, hey, now you, you come on. They have to have some sort of, whether it be the controls, the feel, based off the job, based off if it's an iron worker, if he wanted a, a welding system in the platform. And so as I pressed them, they said, yes, yeah, some customers do have a brand preference. And, and, but it didn't seem like, it seemed like they're going to rent what they have. And that makes total sense to me. And I understand. Keep in mind, if you're in the access rental world, you have the same brands the guy you are competing against has. This is open distribution. So to go sell the features and benefits of a brand, that went away a long time ago. And just in comparison, let's take a skid steer loader or a, a loader backhoe or an excavator. You know, the AED style, when I call like equipment dealer style companies that have rental, a case dealer can't go buy an excavator. So they have to leverage their brand and how they do it. And so we don't get that in the access world. So then you, you, you pin them down and you go, okay, so what's the real selling feature to you? So, well, you have to sell yourself, you sell your service, you sell your support, you sell your company. And so they drill it down to a notch and say, hey, look, um, he's got the same boom I have. Maybe his is two years older. Maybe mine's two years newer, whatever. At the same time, it takes me up in the air and it gets the job done. So they have to go one step deeper in selling and getting a commitment from their customers. And sometimes it comes to price, but if the machine's broke or they can't, they can't get the machine up in time, price didn't matter at that point because downtime is very expensive. So it was fun to ask the brand preference question, and it immediately was, no, it doesn't really matter in a lot of cases. And then it became, well, maybe he likes this style telehandler with these controls, or maybe he likes, yeah, he likes that welding package in the boom, or he likes that brand of scissor um, because, it, the, you know, the pipe doesn't roll off the off the rails when he when he takes it up. So there was a little bit, but I don't see rental reps today that really focus and commit to a brand and go sell that brand when they're renting equipment, which then drills them back into selling their company and themselves, which is cool to hear. Okay, I had them on the phone, and keep in mind, I think there's going to be a not, we're going to have another nice year, 2020. All the magazines are reporting that. It's obvious that the construction work is going to be there. And so I asked them, are you going to have a better 2020 than you did a 2019? And they go, well, probably similar. Well, naturally, as a sales guy, you don't want to overcommit and then not deliver for your company. So then as I pressed them a little more, they're like, you know what? There's a lot more work in 2020. Not a lot more, but but similar, but a little more. And so we're going to have another bang up year. And it's fun to it's fun to hear that. And they also had the jobs that backed it. And so they're really dialed in. And, and there's a lot of construction, which matches all the things we hear. Now, granted, 2020 is an election year. And we all know what that can mean. But at the same time, the construction work's going to be there. And that's exciting uh, for everybody because we love good years. The next thing is, if you're a rental rep in the rental industry, you have an opportunity to make a lot of money. And when I say a lot of money, I mean, naturally, you'll say average income for the U.S. is 45000 a year for somebody. Um, you can double that if you get out and hustle real simple. And guess what? You don't stop at a hundred. 
depending on your comp plan from your company, everybody's different. Except I get all that. But at the same time, sky's the limit for these guys that want to learn the product, go hustle and call on the jobs, get close to their customers, and you can get a lot of this equipment on rent. You're going to get paid. And everyone I talked to, yeah, maybe their territory was down the year before and they didn't do as well, which is part of sales. That's in anything you do. But when things are rocking and things are good, these guys are cashing big checks. Hey, this is Access Nation. We're the guys that go to the job site and look up. You know what? This equipment builds America. If you think about it, access equipment is the deal. And if you're renting it, this is the stuff you want to rent. If you are short and 80 foot boom or higher when your customer demands it, please make us your first call. Shemp Wholesale Re-Rent. 816-749-3343. I think it would only be right if I mentioned the new ANSI standard to these sales reps just to see their thoughts and what their customers are saying. And believe it or not, I think there's a lot of people in the dark on this. And of all the reps I talked to, one guy had actually flown back to an OEM and got real appropriate training now we in every one of them said they know it's coming they're starting you know their companies are starting to talk about it but their customers aren't saying much and to me with as much as i read about this and i just got lifting access magazine and there's a big article on it and they interviewed a lot of people on it but at the same time if the information isn't getting to the reps that are talking to the customers, we're not going to move. We're not going to move the needle much, guys. So what I'm telling you, if you're a rental rep in this industry, you need to be good at this new standard and what it means. Yeah, the old machines are going to be grandfathered in. We can count on that. And But think about this. If you are knowledgeable in this and you sit down and talk to these project managers and the people that rent your equipment, you now are an asset to them. And so you have to be that. If you're in the access world and all these laws are changing, you that's you, man. You've got to know what the, what you're talking about. And shit, look, we're putting people in the air. And there's going to be new booms made that tells you how much weight's in it. And you're going to have to answer these questions. Let's be proactive in this ANSI A92. And if, you know, I don't care if you work, call your branch manager and go, what are we doing? Because I want to start talking about this and what it means. One guy actually said something good. He says, you know what? I got guys that are on the fence about buying a new piece of aerial equipment or waiting till the new standard comes in. And so I'm using this standard to kind of press the deal. Is it going to happen now or is it going to happen then? Well, guess what? If you want the old boom that doesn't have the load sensing, you better start making the move now. Because if you wait, you ain't get you're not getting a boom that that doesn't have load sensing. And everything will be grandfathered in, but then you have other guys that say and you know, mostly they say the bigger type contractors, they're aware, they know what's going on. Uh, but at the same time, there's a lot of people at rent access equipment and Advantage to the rental rep that gets elbow deep in this and starts understanding what's going on and what it means. And look, I just told you what you have the chance to make in this industry. You're going to make a lot of money, but be the expert. 
Be the guy that calls on the job site and says, hey, here's what's happening and here's what we need to be doing for you and your operators right now. Be that guy and then watch how you're selling the value of you. You're selling the value of your company. Forget what color the damn boom is, you know. It's about I'm renting from you because you know what you're talking about. And, and, and I can't stress it enough to the guys. Look, I don't mean, I'm not trying to be too harsh about this, but look, there's a real changes going on. Indoor, outdoor scissors. Uh, you got to have so many hours of operator type training on the, on the machine type training. Now you can't take a boom up with the standard tool belt you generally used to wear. I mean, you need to be talking about this with your guys and be an expert. And the unfortunate part is, right? It's fortunate, but unfortunate. Everybody's so busy right now. And we all know how fall gets. I mean, from now till about the first snow or, say, Thanksgiving, things are go, go, go. And, you know, there's our, we're already, you know, working long days and, and hours to make these jobs, you know, get done or, or, or make things complete before winter. But at the same time, put in the extra time, and I promise you it'll show up on your W-2. This is Access Nation. Hey, this is podcast number four. I'm having fun with this, and I appreciate everybody that listens. I do this for fun. Yeah, I advertise my own company, but you know what? I care about the business, and I hope you care as much as I do. Please follow us on Twitter at Nation Access and LinkedIn. This podcast is purely based off of opinion and welcomes your feedback. This is not a substitute for an ANSI, CSA, or ISO compliant training by a qualified professional. Everything is cool as can be in a peaceful world. People know this world is a wreck. We're sick 